case and allow me to introduce myself. Allow me to introduce myself. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Well, y'all done came a long way. I think that y'all have a certain amount of respect for, you know, what everybody else does. And y'all are just the best at what y'all do. This platform, the reach y'all have that you've earned, makes space for somebody like me. You guys have a direct line to the culture. Oh, my God. Angela Charlemagne and DJ Envy. Yes, you are. All I do is read about the Breakfast Club. Really? Every morning. That's good. You guys are trending. Every, uh, you know, I drag my ass out of bed. I'm like, uh, what happened on the Breakfast Club today? Get, get your ass up. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Hey, good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet is Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. How y'all feeling? Um, like a Hall of Famer, like a first ballot radio Hall of Famer. Hey, and I'm blessed black and and I'm blessed black and highly favored. What's happening? Could use another hour of sleep though, but you know. You and me both. Vegas but it's all good. We alive. Can't be choosed. Not at I all. I stayed up. Wa- I was watching the playoffs all day yesterday, and I stayed up watching the uh, Democratic National Convention and some of the the after talk after it. But uh, mm-hmm. we're here. What's happening? All right. And good morning, Toronto. Yes, it feels good this morning. I'm happy, man. I'm 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 a little tired, but hey, I'm alive. I, I missed the playoffs yesterday. It was on um, all day. You know what? Yeah, During the day, one thirty. <laughs> I'm moving, and you you really don't realize how much stuff that how much I ain't gonna say stuff. How much issue you have that you don't need until you gotta move, and you just look at that stuff like, why am I saving this? Why do I still have this? I got my kids have McDonald toys from Happy Meals for like seven years ago. Like it's just all types of junk. Yeah, I was going through a bunch of my old shoes and stuff yesterday, man, and I kept saying to myself, why do I got so much Timberlands? I'm not even from New York. You why got have mad so Timberlands. Yo, you, let me tell y'all. So we did this, uh, shout out to everybody in Houston. We, uh, when, when Houston, I don't remember what, what, what happened with Houston, what storm it was, but there was a bad storm in Houston, and Houston needed everything, supplies, toilet paper, shoes. So we did this huge drive. We got this tractor trailer. And we started loading up this tractor trailer. So Charlemagne came through because he said, you know, I'm a support and I'm a donate. Charlemagne came, I no lie, with about 20 pair of Timberlands. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah. why do you have so many Timberlands? I don't know either. Nothing has changed. I got a bunch of them right now. Black, construction color, beef and broccolis, 40 belows that I never wore because whenever I wear 40 belows, I feel like Mary J. Blige. It's like, I, I, don't, I don't know. Goodness it's gracious. Really no, it's really no excuse for all those Timberlands. No, not at all. But it, but the Timberlands weren't even ruined. They had like one scuff, uh, two scuffs on them, and he was like, "All right, I'm just gonna donate." That's, that's the bad part. And I like my Timberlands worn, okay. But you know, you end up just buying a pair. It's like you buy a pair every fall or winter for some reason if you live in New York, just because. It's so weird. I don't know why. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Young Dolph will be joining us this morning. We'll yes. kick it with Young Dolph. He has a new Today's album out right now. Yes, uh, uh, Rich Slave is the mm-hmm. name of the project. Young Dolph gets busy. Drop on the clothes bonds for Young Dolph, Rich Slave. You know, if you, if you 
you like to be in the gym like I do, that is an absolute gym album. That is an absolute riding album. And Young Dolph can really, really rap, but uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. Probably because he's from Memphis. You know what I mean? And he's not signed to a major label, but mm-hmm. he, he gets busy. Let me, well, you know, you work out. Why don't, why don't you come riding with me, brother? Just one time. Bro. I get you. I get yeah, you a little whoa, bike. Whoa, 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 whoa. I whoa. get you the, the gel bike. pants. Whoa. You know You're what I mean? Married man. It's too Just late for me to be me a one little, day. It's too late for me to be a little summer bunny. All right, it's about to be September. Don't be asking me to ride early in the morning. I ain't even had no breakfast yet. I just brushed my teeth, okay? Ask me to ride early in the morning. What's up with this guy, Yee? You just gonna let him sexually harass me like that at six up in the morning? <laughs> you guys are crazy, God, man. You dang. guys have your own thing, your work husbands. You know what? Wow. We get it. That's nasty. You know what? Ride yeah, we get from in the morning. I'm just saying, like, you like <laughs> to work out. You always <laughs> you try talk to about how much you work out and how much you you into health and, and, and working and moving. You try, this. you try to say it's so militant and black. Come ride me, brother. Like, what? See, I, I just say, you know what? Forget it. Yeah, we got front page news coming up. What are we talking about? The Democratic National Conventions. Let's talk about the first night, some of the key moments. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting here? Well, last night was day one of the Democratic National Convention, and there were a few moments everyone's talking about. Of course, Michelle Obama's speech, which I just want to point out because people were saying she didn't mention Kamala Harris. This was taped before Kamala Harris was announced as the vice president. Mm-hmm. A uh, lot of them didn't so, mention Kamala Harris, though. I mean, Governor Whitmer did, but a lot of them didn't. And the mayor from D.C. I can't remember the sister name right now, but yeah, a lot of them didn't mention Senator Harris. All right, well, amongst the things that Michelle Obama talked about was going high. Here's what she said. Going high means standing fierce against hatred. And going high means unlocking the shackles of lies and mistrust with the only thing that can truly set us free, the cold hard truth. Donald Trump is the wrong president for our country. He has had more than enough time to prove that he can do the job, but he is clearly in over his head. He simply cannot be who we need him to be for us. It is what it is. It's amazing how context and the right messenger matters because last night everybody loved Michelle Obama saying it is what it is, but a couple of weeks ago people hated that phrase because Donald Trump said it in regards to the 160,000 what was it, 160,000 people? Yeah, who died, who died from COVID. It's amazing. Context and the right messenger matters. All right, Michelle Obama, who, by the way, had the longest speech of the night last night, also talked about why Joe Biden would be the right person. We have got to vote for Joe Biden like our lives depend on it. I know Joe. He is a profoundly decent man guided by faith. He was a terrific vice president, and he listens He will tell the truth and trust science. He will make smart plans and manage a good team. Now, Joe is not perfect, but there is no perfect candidate. And his ability to learn and grow, we find in that the kind of humility and maturity that so many of us yearn for right now. Michelle gave a great speech, uh, but I still don't like them um, chastising people for not voting instead of giving us something to really vote for. Like, the burden to vote shouldn't be on voters. It should be on, you know, the politicians to, to give us something to actually 
feel energized to go vote for. And if you're going to tell us to vote, you know, talk some policy. I didn't hear a lot of policy talk last night. It was just a bunch of anti-Trump rhetoric. And it don't take much to be better than Trump. Well, Michelle Obama did, Trump ain't enough. did talk about voting. Here's what she said. Folks who know they cannot win fair and square at the ballot box are doing everything they can to stop us from voting. But this is not the time to withhold our votes in protest or play games with candidates who have no chance of winning. We've got to request our mail-in ballots right now, tonight, and send them back immediately and follow up to make sure they're received and then make sure our friends and families do the same. We have got to grab our comfortable shoes, put on our masks, pack a brown bag, dinner, and maybe breakfast too because we've got to be willing to stand in line all night if we have to. I, I, I agree with her, but once again, the burden to vote shouldn't be on voters. It should be on Dems to give us something to vote for in a real way. Like, I, I, Dems really need to learn how to talk policy. And it was too much talk of Joe Biden last night. And they should never mention Joe Biden without mentioning Senator Kamala Harris. I know they taped before she, you know, uh, was the VP pick, but that was a fumble because it feels like they missed the gravity and the history of that moment with all the energy that they had going Last week, they could have really capitalized that on the on, on capitalized on that on the first night of the DNC convention because I literally only heard Mayor Bowser of DC and and, and Gretchen Whitmer uh, mention Biden and Harris, if I'm not mistaken. Mayor Bowser actually said my sister, Senator Kamala Harris, and Gretchen Whitmer said Biden Harris. Like I, I think it should be mandatory whenever they mention Biden, mention Harris. All right. Um, well, let's not forget. Speaking of voting, that today the primaries are in Florida, Wyoming, and Alaska. All right, well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Oh, it's Anthony. Uh, good morning, DJ MV, Charlamagne, God, Angelique. Good morning, Peace, King. I wonder... Good morning. Good morning. Um, I want to start by saying uh, congratulations on you guys' this, uh, Radio Hall of Fame um, induction. And, Thank um, you, sir. Uh, I, yeah, no problem. Um, and uh, Envy, um, you invited Charlemagne on a bike ride. And uh, I just want to let you guys know that uh, I was saying that uh, Envy invited you on uh, Charlemagne on a bike ride. And uh, apparently, bike riding can lower men's testosterone and cause erectile dysfunction because of the pressure that um, it causes when you sit on the bike seat. It puts mm. pressure on the um, on that space that's <laughs> called the perineum, and it can slow the blood flow. So I'm not trying okay. to discredit you, guys, or I'm not trying to stop you from riding bikes, but yeah, sure I got gel for him though, brother. I got some gel for him, so he be all right. Like, I got some nice wow. gel for him to make sure he, some, he's all right. You, you think he's trying to sabotage? Perineum? You think he's trying to sabotage Charlemagne? Uh, I can't call it one way or another. <laughs> you know, it definitely sounds like, like some sort of infiltration, penetration. Something he wants to do to my perineum. That'd be a dope Bobby uh, Brown remake. It's my perineum. Where's the perineum at? It's like yeah, in between your balls and your monkey? Yeah, my goodness. Yeah, that's the medical term for it. It's called the perineum. I just found that wow. out. Wow. So, well, you, thank you. You, know. you learn something yeah, new every day here on The Breakfast Club. Yeah, you got to protect our Hall of Famers. You know, you can't let the Hall of Famers go out. Like, like that's that, right. You know. But I got, I got some gel pants for you, Charlamagne. You be good, man. No. Joe Pants take care of everything between your ass and your penis. Bro, you're not getting my perineum, King. I don't want your perineum. 
Thank you, sir. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm telling. I'm telling. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm telling. I'm calling call you. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, what's your name, bro? Dorian. Hey, Dorian, get it off your chest. Yeah, I got an issue with Charlemagne. I feel like he's been extremely reckless with bashing, fighting all the time. I mean, we got the most dangerous president we've ever had in this country in office right now. And every chance he gets, he's like, Biden's not. We need democratic policies. We need to get Trump out of office. Uh, once again, I, I don't have time to have this conversation with people because if you're trying to get those uh, dis- disaffected voters or those young voters to come out, trust me when I tell you, saying uh, that you're the anti-Trump just isn't enough. A lot of energy is behind Senator Kamala Harris right now, and a lot of energy is behind the fact that they actually have, you know, an economic black agenda for, 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 for black folks. And people want it to be stronger, yes, but it's a great start. But they got to keep that momentum up, period. Every every single moment is advertising. Every single moment is a commercial. Every single moment is promotion and marketing. What's going to make people come to the party in November? Putting Senator Harris on the flyer with Joe Biden. Last night, there wasn't. There was not enough of that in no way, shape, or form. Why do you think people complained when they was like, damn, why Michelle Obama ain't mentioned Senator Harris? But she pre-taped before, you know, uh, Senator Harris was the VP pick. So, yes, if you really want Joe Biden to win, then you'll be encouraging them to push an agenda and policy as, as well as Senator Harris as well. All right. Well, hello. Who's this? Hi, this is Stephanie. I talked yesterday, but I sounded terrible on the phone. Hey, Stephanie, get it off your chest, mama. Um, Charlamagne, you keep talking about people not being outraged about this whole voter suppression thing. I am literally terrified. I woke up the other day. I live on, like, a main street, and there's a mailbox across the street. I woke up, like, scared that they took the mailbox away, and I keep checking every day, and I'm like... Trying to get out the information that we need to go support the USPS, but also to make sure that our ballots are counted. But it's like you don't know what to what what to do in a situation. This is the craziest thing ever to be happening right now. That's true. You can um, text USPS to five zero four zero nine, and they'll send letters to your senators and representatives in support of the postal service. It it, it takes like less than one minute. I actually did it yesterday. Just text USPS the five zero four zero nine. But yesterday I did, uh, you know, see the outrage I was looking for. There was actually a, a hashtag. It was um, divorce Trump and it had like 60,000, 70,000 tweets. And it was, you know, people finally, I guess, realizing like, whoa, 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 this dude is really trying to kill our democracy. Yeah, it's like we act like, you know, you see this happening in other countries or, you know, have happened, dictatorships, all of the above. We act like it can't happen to us, but he is trying to do exactly that. We are not exempt from such. Absolutely. Those other countries because of one person, because of a dictator, not because of people Absolutely. Like that. So, Absolutely. Yeah, that's why I had to get uh, off my chest. I'm terrified, but I'm going to vote and do my part. Well, thank you, bro. Yes. Get it off your chest, 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way, Yee? Uh, yes, since we are talking about voting, let's talk about Cardi B and her sit-down with Joe Biden. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just-
Well, Cardi B did a virtual interview with Joe Biden. That was for a part of her L cover story. And in this one-on-one, she talks about the different demands that she has. Here's what she said. I want like a, a timeline of when things are going to get better. I want a president to tell me what are the steps for us to get better. I need somebody to tell me the truth, the hardcore truth. And also, I, of course, want free Medicare. And this is why it's important to have free Medicare, because look at Look what's happening right now. I, of course, think that we need a uh, free college education. That's second. And I want black people to stop getting killed and no justice for it. I'm tired of it. Yeah, I watched that uh, 16 Minutes, and I love that Cardi had demands, but you know it would have been better if Joe Biden was saying that. Joe Biden should take those opportunities to tell us what he's going to do for the black and brown community because being the opposite of Donald Trump isn't enough. That's not moving disaffected voters. You better tell folks what you plan to do for them. Right. So, you know, Cardi B also previously did that sit down with Bernie Sanders when Mm -hmm. he was in Detroit. So now she's done this with Joe Biden virtually. Yeah, and Uh, once again, Biden-Harris has to be a package deal. I'm sure they taped that before they announced the VP pick, but there should never be a mention of Joe Biden without mentioning Kamala Harris because there was a great article in uh, Axios yesterday, and it said the addition of Kamala Harris to the Democratic ticket provided Joe Biden with the biggest surge of online enthusiasm he's seen in the entire campaign. So, yes, always mention Harris when you mention Biden. Yep. Yep. All right. Alex Rodriguez and Jennifer Lopez, they are one step closer to becoming owners of the Mets. And we'll know as soon as in two weeks who the Uh, new owners of the Mets will be. So they are among the seven bidders already pre-approved by the Major League Baseball who are trying to purchase that team. I hope they get it. They just bought a $40 million crib in uh, in Miami as well, but they they got it. I hope they get it. I pray they get it. Now, ain't they both from the Bronx or just J-Lo? Just J-Lo from the Bronx? Just J-Lo. Can the Bronx, can a person from the Bronx buy the Mets? I thought of somebody course. from the Bronx, I thought it's mandatory you got to invest in the Yankees. You're from Nobody's Queens, you got to buy the Mets, bro. right? Nobody's selling oh. the Yankees. Okay. Well, buy the Mets then. Nobody they wants They got a New York team. J-Lo got a New York team. That's I thought the I Mets got better. I don't watch baseball. I hate baseball. I think everybody They did, but the Yankees win. is the team. The Yankees is the team. That's like saying okay. you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, right? Just because the Houston's, uh, whatever, the, the Texans play in Texas, that doesn't mean you'd be like, oh, I like the Texans too. You like the Cowboys. And that's the same thing with people. People like the Yankees or they Two like the Mets. Different cities, though. Two different cities. I think it's just that, that New York Yankees logo, too. People love that logo. And don't the Mets got the same yeah. logo? The Mets got a similar logo. Similar, similar. Not, not yeah, I don't watch baseball. I, I like baseball better when everybody was on steroids, so I don't watch baseball. All right, Master P is paying for the funeral of a three-year-old girl who was killed while playing with her dollhouse. This was in Kentucky. She Mm, was fatally shot along with her father, Trinity Randolph, and her 21-year-old father, Brandon Waddles. They died of multiple gunshot wounds Friday in Louisville. And Lord have mercy. Mm -mm -mm. Yes, Master P said this is a three-year-old innocent girl that's gone from her family, from her future, somebody who could have come out of the community and be the next president, doctor, lawyer, teacher. He said this is sad. So he's covering those costs. Did they catch the killers? That family. Did they catch Uh, the killers? uh, I'm not sure about that. They have released no information on details of the shooting or information on possible suspects. So not sure. It's an ongoing investigation. What's that? Louisville, if they haven't caught the killers yet, and you know who the killers are, turn those killers in. And if if the killers are out there, they should turn themselves in because you're never going to escape that karma. 
Okay, you killed a three-year-old girl That's for right. absolutely positively no reason. You didn't. You probably didn't have no reason to kill her, 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 her pops either. I don't know nothing about that situation, but all I know is that three-year-old girl for sure did not deserve to die. You're not going to be able to escape that karma, so you might as well turn yourself in. And if you're in the community of Louisville and you know who did it, you need to turn them in because guess what? The next kid that may get killed could be yours or, right. or, 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 or a child you love. So no need to have them, them people on the street that did that. They have no regard for life. I saw people going in on Kylie Jenner yesterday. There was a picture of herself that she had captioned, allegedly, brown-skinned girl. Now, what really happened was somebody photoshopped the picture of her, and it said brown-eyed girl originally in her first caption, and then somebody photoshopped it and put brown-skinned girl. So it looked like she said it, but really what she wrote was brown-eyed girl. And she actually had to post it, and she said... uh, this is photoshopped. Never said this. Have a good day. The internet is so dangerous. I, I don't even know why we are on the internet anymore. Like you remember how they used to say, uh, "Believe uh, uh, half of what you hear, but all of what you see." Correct. That don't apply on the internet. You can't believe nothing you hear Not and nothing you see online. Like you got to cite your sources twenty times before That's right. you come to a conclusion about something you see or hear online. It's really nasty out there. And it's really bad. Yeah, I saw people were going in on her, and I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now we got front page news next. What are we talking about? Yes, let's talk some more about the Democratic National Convention. It was day one of the virtual national convention yesterday. We'll tell you who spoke and some of the highlights. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? Well, night one of the Democratic National Convention, the virtual one last night. We talked about Michelle Obama in the first front page news. Now let's talk about other things that happen. Mm-hmm. John Kasich spoke as a Republican, and here's what he had to say about supporting Joe Biden. I'm a lifelong Republican, but that attachment holds second place to my responsibility to my country. That's why I've chosen to appear at this convention. In normal times, something like this would probably never happen. But these are not normal times. We can all see what's going on in our country today and all the questions that are facing us. And no one person or party has all the answers. But what we do know is that we can do better than what we've been seeing today for sure. And I know that Joe Biden, with his experience and his wisdom and his decency, can bring us together to help us find that better way. He, John Kasich uh, is, is the type of uh, politician I like only because he's he's a member of the GOP, but he's just going with what his gut tells him to go with, which is, you know, Joe Biden and Senator Harris. And he had a bar last night on CNN. He said, the party is my vehicle, not my master. I thought that was a bar. Right. And there's a video right, out right now um, that was produced by the, the group Republican Voters Against Trump. And you can take a look at that. There's uh, former longtime Republicans and political appointees who actually worked in that office who are now supporting Joe Biden. So that's interesting to look at. Now, another person who spoke last night is Kristen Urquiza. She lost her father to coronavirus. Here's what she said. My dad should be here today, but he isn't. He had faith in Donald Trump. He voted for him, listened to him. So in late May, after the stay-at-home order was lifted in Arizona, my dad went to a karaoke bar with his friends. A few weeks later, he was put on a ventilator. And after five agonizing days, 
he died alone. My dad was a healthy 65-year-old. His only pre-existing condition was trusting Donald Trump, and for that, he paid with his life. Mm. Wow. That was sad. Oh, Very I saw sad. that in real time. That was horrible. Mm-hmm. Very sad. All right, now, while this was going on last night, Donald Trump had a rally in Wisconsin, and he talked about seeking not just a second term, but a third term. Here's what he had to say. We are going to win four more years, and then after that, we'll go for another four years because, you know what, they spied on my campaign. We should get a redo of four years. I've been telling y'all for a year that's what he wants to do. He's been hinting at that for months. He's been saying that Mm -hmm. for for a long time now. There's a lot of great articles out there about how Donald Trump uh, could lose the election and still remain president. The guy looks up to Putin. Okay, Putin became president of Russia for life. Uh, China's president, I can't pronounce his name. He, He became president for life because he removed the term limits. Don't think for one second Trump, the wannabe dictator, wouldn't attempt to do something like that. He'll he'll plant the seed of possibility yes. and put it on his agenda just to see how people react. You think he cares about the Constitution? He'll wipe his ass with the Constitution. You think he wouldn't attempt to repeal the, the 22nd Amendment? Please. That guy? Okay. Now, Donald Trump also says he'll pardon someone very, very important today. So we don't know who that is yet, but I guess we'll Big find Meech. out today. Big Meech or Corey <laughs> Miller? Which one? Uh... Who y'all got your money? Uh, and neither. Neither. I don't no. know. If, but that would be interesting. Real. Max B? Nothing? Nothing happening? Mm-mm. Okay. All right. Now, remote-only school requests have jumped by 40,000 in just one week. And they said Hispanic families account for the highest number of those who are choosing that format, according to the new Department of Education data. They comprise 40% of the overall Department of Education population. They accounted for 37% of those who want fully remote instruction. So people are now saying, I don't know about this. I want to opt out of that hybrid uh, instruction model and just do remote only. So as you can see, you know, with coronavirus spreading, as kids are going back to school and schools getting shut down, I guess we'll see a lot more of this uh, coming up. You guys have important decisions to make. All right, yeah, now the I, I went by the school yesterday. I went actually by my kids' school yesterday to, to, to ask them to figure out what was going on. And uh, they're breaking, I, I, over here, they're going to be breaking the classes down. So it's not going to be that many kids per class. They're going to break them into two. So it's not going to be as many. They're going to be doing both. So, I mean, it, it's, it's, I'm still leaning towards no, but I'm a little bit saying, you know what, maybe give it a chance, give it a try so my kids can have some type of normalcy. I, don't know I figured out what I'm gonna do. We had we had a family conversation yesterday. Uh, I figured out what I'm gonna do. I think. What's that? You ain't gonna tell us. I tell I tell y'all tomorrow. I'm not sure. But I think I figured out what I'm going to do. It felt it felt good yesterday. You know, okay. my daughter's 12. You know, what I mean, I trust mm-hmm. her instincts as well. Her instincts matter. Her her intuition matters, you know what I'm saying? So based off the information that I got yesterday about what the school is planning to do and Mm -hmm. based off what she wants to do, it felt good. So I'm 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 going to see how I feel about it for the rest of the day. What about the younger ones? That's the tough one, man. The Mm -hmm. the five-year-old is the tough one, you know, because she she, she loves going to school, but I I just can't see them sitting in the classroom with a mask all day long, you know? But they're talking about the same thing, reduced number of students. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten to the five. All right, well, I don't, I don't, I don't trust her of, instincts. 
University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill decided they'll no longer hold in-person classes on campus after about 130 students tested positive coronavirus in the first week since classes began. So effective tomorrow, all undergrad in-person instruction will shift to remote learning. And the university also expects the majority of undergrad residential students to change their residential plans for the fall. They got to do something with tuition. They got to do something with the tuition. Like, you pay tuition, you pay for the experience. But if a kid can't get an experience and it's only virtually, you got to get some of that money back, I think, right? Mm -hmm. At least for the room and board. Yeah, hell yeah. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, Young Dolph will be joining us. He has a new project out right now. We're going to be kicking it with Young Dolph. Rick Slave. It's called Rick Slave. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building on the line. We have Young Dolph. Yo, what's poppin'? What's up, Dolph? How's hey. everything? Man. Dolph sounds like he just early. woke up and just got home. One of the two. I just <laughs> finished one? smoking one or the other, or all of them. It's early, man. I feel like I'm in the, in the studio in New York. Man, I thought we was going to leave here more time since we was on Zoom. <laughs> so you, you, you just rolling out of bed 15 minutes ago or something? Man, probably about four minutes ago. I was oh, in the bed. Did you brush I your teeth? Really, I just, nah, I did brush my teeth. I, you know the type of dude, I brush my teeth. I go to sleep when I get up. I agree with you, Charlamagne, because sometimes when I brush his teeth in the morning, the first thing I do when I get out of bed is brush my teeth. Sometimes we too late because yeah. I ain't going to front. I got to roll out of bed, get right on the air. I'll be late. I got to brush my teeth. I hey, Dolphin. Brush my teeth. Dolphin forget to put on that chain, though. All those diamond chains looking like a rich slave. I sleep at least in it. One or two chains I sleep in at least. For real? That's Why? too heavy What's to sleep in that, Dolph. Um, I just like how I feel. I remember when I used to be broke. Right. You say you say that on uh on 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 one of the songs on the album, like you know you still remember what it feel like to be broke. But what what's the concept for for rich slave, man? Man, any successful black person living in today's society, basically. Because even even if you're still rich, you're still a n- is what you're saying. Basically. A lot yeah. of people don't feel like they bougie or like they made it or now nah, I ain't no slave and all that shit. But it's just like I told my partner, I told a couple of my partners. One of them got a McLaren and one of them got a, uh, a Rolls Royce. You know what I'm saying? They was like, but it'll take hard, but I ain't. I was like, yeah. I'm like, you're a rich slave too. They swear they ain't no rich slave. I'm like, bro, go to South Memphis. Go to Black Haven. Go to North Memphis. Right around in your old neighborhood for about an hour straight and tell me if you don't get stopped by the police. I said, I'll give you a million dollars you don't get stopped by the police. Now, I saw that a, a few months ago you had talked about retiring, spending more time with your son, with your family, and all of that. But then later on you said your son said you can't retire because he needs you to be a rapper. <laughs> well, the pandemic hit. He, he spent all the time in well, the world with his son the last five months. What, was that, conver- what was that conversation like for real with your son? What did he say to you? There was new music. He just like listen to my music. You know, I'd be going to the studio. He called my work. You went to work? You like, can I listen to it? Then one day he was just like, are you going to put out new music for everybody to listen to? So I wish he was here. He just went to school like an hour ago. <gasps> wow. What but was that decision like for you to send send your son back to school? Because I know a lot of people have been struggling with that just with coronavirus and everything. So what was that conversation like too? It wasn't no conversation. He all... Uh, he just said, man, he going to school. He's like, I want to go to school. How old is it? Full day of school or is it half day school? They doing like um, like three days a week. Three days a week in like school, two days, days at home. 
four kids in the classroom. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I could do some shit like that. I wouldn't mind that taking. I can send my kids back to school in a situation safe. like that. Yeah, but you know, I don't know, man. I don't know what to think no more about what. <laughs> I feel you. About the whole about the whole pandemic, though. I think it's serious, but it's it's not serious at the same time. Like for people that got health issues and old people out there, I think it's more so at them, like far as the risk. But I feel like they blowing it up really bigger than what it really is. Yeah, you don't know what to believe during an election year, man. Everything seemed like propaganda. Everything seemed politicized. That's my whole thing, bro. How has it been for you personally during this pandemic, like being at home and I know you haven't spent that much time at home like that because you were supposed to be on tour and everything. I've been loving it. It's been great. I just don't like the part where people getting sick and people passing. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because it's certain stuff I've been wanting to do for the last couple of years, but I just ain't had time to do. But now... Like what? Man, like, really, bro, just being around my kids every day on a day-to-day basis. Like, I've been on the road doing shows out the shows out the shows out the shows and working. I told myself, I told my whole team when we was just on tour, right before the pandemic came, I told them, I said, when, the, when this tour over... I'm going to stay in the house for two months. Like, don't call me. My little boy's six years old now, so it's like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? He got every question in the world to ask me. I'm here to tell him. On on Intel Rot, you say um, you ain't shit if your son doesn't want to be just like his daddy. Does that mean you want your son to be a rapper or you want your son just to have your values? You know, I definitely don't want him to be a rapper. You know what I'm saying? When I say you ain't shit if your son don't want to be just like it, meaning if he ain't got your characteristics, if he ain't got your morals, if he ain't, if you ain't, if he ain't got certain stuff that taken after you that he feel like it's just in him, you ain't. Shit. You fail as a daddy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So does that give you a greater responsibility on on how you move, the things you may say, the things you may do, because you know he's watching you so close? Yeah, but I just think I always been that kind of person in a way. I think I'm a genius, really, on the low shot of mine. Now also, Listen, you know, in I the th- skits, I think you don't get enough credibility for your rapping skills, bro. I know I don't get enough credibility, Charlemagne, but it's only because I'm 100% independent and everybody's scared really to give me that credibility. Everybody really scared to post an album, say something about an album, do this, do that. Not just rappers and artists, but bloggers and the whole industry, just people. Yeah, I, yeah, I see yeah. what you're saying because I see a lot of a lot of people don't necessarily uh, post you like a lot of artists would. But you they know what, too? They don't do it. But I'm going to tell you the funny part about it. Mm-hmm. They're going to they gonna DM me and they gonna hit me or text me or call me like, bro, this album too hard, bro, this album, this, this album, that. But they not gonna post on social media because for the simple fact, they wanna be careful about what such and such thing, such and such thing, and such and The such people thing. you have problems with, they don't wanna, they don't wanna, they don't wanna necessarily no, piss the them off if they feel that way. With, just period. It ain't people I got problems with because people I got problems with is shrimps. It's just point blank, period. Like, you know, I came in the game just really popping it in like nobody never popped it before. Everybody look at this like competition when it like I feel you it's a friendly competition but at the same time it's a difference between competition and slick hating. I put I put well first of all I like shrimp number one I don't know why you dishing shrimp okay that's number I like one shrimp. I love you know, I eat little shrimp I eat little shrimp man they, I, I, I I eat them and, and and I posted your album this morning and the reason I posted it because. I had been talking about it this weekend. People was hitting me up like, yo, Dolph album hard. Like, me and Duvall was texting. Like, I was like, boy, that boy Young Dolph album hard. And he was like, yes, sir. I was like, well, let me post it because I don't, I don't want to say nothing like that privately. I'd rather big it up. Like, let me everybody, tell people this shit hard. think it's hard, but they ain't finna post it. It's weird, bro. Do you ever feel like you want to be on a major? Because 
I listened to the Rich Slave album, no! and I feel like a. But listen, though, I feel like a record like R and B. I feel like R and B with Meg The Stallion should be all over the radio right now. It is the I single. Like it is the single. I yeah, know, but who working the, the record? I'm playing Are the record. Playing I played. I played like four times. That, four we times gonna be, no, they're playing it. We're going to be top 15. We're going to be top 15 on the radio next uh, next week, Charlamagne. Next oh, week, yeah, yeah, top 10 in two okay, weeks. Okay. I think I it's going to be top 10. Every time, I, every time I got in the car, the song was on the radio. So the, I feel right, you, though. I understand now. what you're saying, Charlamagne. So yeah. Only... All right, we got more with Young Dolph. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Young Dolph. Yeah. When it comes to features, though, right? Let's say you ask somebody to be on the album because I see, of course, Megan Stallion, G Herbo. But does anybody not want to work with you? Because obviously people like you. They think you dope. They like the album. But if you ask for a feature, would they say no? I'm going to keep it real. I don't know ask for features because I be feeling like everybody going to pull the Hollywood card or I don't know. I just be like, Brian, don't, don't, don't even bro, just do you because... I don't know. I just don't. I don't do it. But the people. Because sometimes are, I feel like this: it. people be posting albums because people will hit you up and be like, "Yo, can you post my album?" And I do feel like sometimes it happens, that. and maybe That's you probably, don't. You don't really ask for I, nothing either. You might. You might be right because I don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't post it. Me, period. Like everybody out my post, I don't wait for them to to, to hit me mm-hmm. or this and that. Like I generally like, hey, this is hard. Even if you one of them people that, that call me and be like, little bro, post this for me, I feel like when my shit drop, I shouldn't have to call you. Like, man, you know what's up. But sometimes asking for talking? a feature from somebody that you like or that you think would be dope on a song is good for them. So it ain't necessarily you asking for a favor. It's like a mutual thing. Like, this would be dope for you to get on this, just like people ask you to get on a feature. I ain't going to lie. I was finna get ready to reach out to Tunch. I was going to hit Wayne and ask him to put a verse on To Be Honest. But I just didn't do it. You know right. closed mouth don't get fed, though. You right, but... That's like a I don't know. ego thing. I, I just... It ain't it ego. You just don't want to ask anybody for nothing. I get it. I don't know. It's like, it's weird. I can't even explain it. You know what I'm saying? I just be feeling like I don't even want to go through the... If I ask for something or I want to do something and it don't happen, no matter what happens or, or it was somebody was busy or they didn't have time or they didn't this or that, like, I just be feeling like, bro, just... Don't even worry about it. And I end up just, man, let me put another verse on in my own stuff. Ain't nobody harder mm-hmm. than me. So what about well, Herbo and Megan Stallion? Yeah. Yeah, how, how, how you got happen? them on uh... This little bro, though. You know what I mean? Like, this is different. Like, I, I rock with Herbo. You know what I mean? I've been rocking with him for years. You know what I'm saying? And when we was in the studio, we was in New York, we, was just, we just recorded a couple of songs. You know what I mean? With Megan, like, we was on the phone, and she was like, like send me something, bro. Like, what's up? So I, like, sent her that joint. Hey, I love the Death Row record too, man. Um, how how much were you inspired by 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 movements like Death Row coming up? Man, I think that was my first movement that I was inspired by. Cause my my parents, my mama loved them folks like my mama, my auntie, cousins, everybody. But like Snoop was just the raw. Snoop was the realest, but like Park was hard. I love Park. Park, he 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 Park. But I was always attached to Snoop. What what mistakes do you think labels like Death Row made that you would would try to avoid? Your situation. It's hard, man. Cause you can't say take the streets out of it. Cause man, rapping and, and this music hip hop, it is the streets. I don't know. It was just the timing. It was the era and it was the timing. Like people don't really give Death Row the, the respect, really. They should be getting. I think cause the run was short. 
and everybody always talks about the end. Like the end, it it ended so tragically. People forget about how about the good times. Yeah. I also think about though taking care of your artists because when Master P was talking about how he let Snoop out of his contract and didn't take nothing from him, how everybody came there and they had a house, a car in their own name. And I do feel like one thing with labels is when you have artists underneath you, you want to make sure everybody gets rich and everybody has their own and everybody financially is taken care of. And that's one thing I would say probably didn't happen at death row. Mm, that was just bad business. I don't want to speak on that. That ain't got nothing to do with me. That was bad business. Mm -hmm. But as far as what they put out and what everybody was on, like the music, the music, they killed it. Mm -hmm. Sp speaking of business, your business ain't been f***ed up since the pandemic, Dolph? Like, not going on the road? How, how has that have impacted you? Because a lot of artists can't survive. <laughs> Why are you laughing, Dolph? <laughs> this guy's crazy, man. Cool, man. It's, uh, I like it, bro. I ain't been in silver and sugar coated. I ain't finna have my feelings to make everybody else feel comfortable. I like this. Shit. I love it. You know what I'm saying? It's mm -hmm. the pandemic. This is the one. Of, this is like the time that I prepared for from the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Like this is why I had to have my own record label. This is why I had to not focus on just being an artist or being in the booth. Like I had to focus on like, hey, how I'm gonna talk to these people? How I'm gonna do this? How I'm gonna link this? How I'm gonna how I'm gonna uh, build a team? It's going to, like, make stuff grow. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I seen you giving away a Lamborghini. $450,000 yeah, Lambo. When are we announcing that winner? I'm announcing the winner Thursday. I'm going to give away my Lamborghini. It just crossed my mind. I said, man, I need to give away one of my cars. So then, like, a couple weeks before I even was, like, got my date together, I was in my I went in the garage to get on the four-wheeler, and I was getting on the four-wheeler, and I looked at my car, and I'm like, Man, I'm finna get that car away. My fans, like everybody, just showed me so much love, bro, from the beginning up until now to get me to the mm -hmm. point I'm in. And now, like, I just want to show some love back and let them know, like, I got real love for y'all, like y'all got for me. Key Glock didn't smash these windows or nothing. That's did what I was gonna he? say. Yeah, these I, are, seen yeah. A, I seen your artists <laughs> smashing sure. your windows of your car. What was that about? Glock <laughs> don't come over my house. <laughs> like, did you fight him after that? After he broke your windows? Was that one? Like, come on, bro, you owe me five minutes. We ain't fight. He just he got he got my stuff fixed. You know what I'm saying? They had to keep my cars and stuff away from round Glock. Cause Glock young, bro. He think it's funny. What's funny about smashing somebody's windows in? You know how much windows cost? Man, he think it's funny. He, he thought it was funny. <laughs> like I was, what? When he did it, I was out of town. Yeah. He young, bro. Like I don't. I can't <laughs> what did you do when that happened? What was your reaction? Did you see it when we all you saw gotta it? Think I was. I was 2,000 miles away on the other side of the country. So it was like when when everybody else, I seen it when everybody else seen it. And then what? Damn. <laughs> By the time I got back to the house, it was a couple of days later. So it was like all the, the mad, the emotions and all that, it was really gone. When I got there, mm -hmm. he was asleep. And I grabbed his ankles and like slick. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. That's my little brother. Shout out to God, man. I can't be mad, man. He, he just having fun, bro. Have fun with your own cars, though. Not with my cars, though. Have fun with your own cars. Man, that's what I said. That's what I said, Envy. But what I'm going to do? Beat them up? Shoot them? Not shoot them, dog. Not that far. Just, it's just yeah, a you window. You took it too far just now. <laughs> you took it too far now. <laughs> yeah, like, Jeez. If I would have yeah. did that to his cars, though, it would have been a whole nother different ball guy. All right, well, let's get into a Young Dolph mini-mix. Young Dolph's here. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Young Dolph. Yee. Now, Rich Lave, you talk about how you hate fame. Is that one of the reasons that you decided you wanted to retire briefly? Yep. You know, you give up all your privacy. You give up You give up a lot of stuff. And the word fame is like, I just put it together with attention. So it's like, it be so many people just, just searching and searching and searching for attention, want attention so bad they do anything for attention and fame. So I'd be kind of, I don't be wanting to be in that same boat with people. And it also brings out the worst in the people around you. I know on the first song, uh, Hold Up, Hold Up, Hold Up, you said you had to cut up your day one because of jealousy. Yeah. I know that hurts. It didn't hurt me because if I tell you something enough times, or if I ask you something enough times, man, for me to cut you off, man, it got to be really, you f***ed up. Like, you, you did something, you ain't right. Like, I don't want you around me. It's, it's like, it's, it's, it's something. I cut you off for not taking care of your kids. All right. Now, now, what's up? Why, why is why is Black Youngster still still coming at you, Dolph? I, I saw him post on Instagram at Young even Dolph. Know who, is. who is that? Uh, okay, but why, why, what's the reason though? There's no there's nothing that y'all can do to just put that behind y'all for for good. Yeah, I thought it was behind y'all. A little, well, then again, maybe not. You kind of did a record a couple months ago. Who is that? I don't even know who that is. Well, there's a young man. He's a rapper from Memphis. From uh, Memphis. He was on. He did a video this weekend where he was shooting out of the window, and he he added you and said, "Fucking with my gang, gonna get your shooter shot." Hey, check this out. I'm already fighting the case right now. I'm already in some shit right now, man. I ain't got time for nobody. No, no, like, man, they playing police games. I don't want to play police games. When you start playing police games, I exit myself out the equation. Like, go play with the police. I'm not finna play with the police. Y'all already got me. Got like, no, go. Bye-bye. But I, I do wish that in a time, you know, where, where, where we see who the real enemy is, which is white supremacy, hey. I do wish brothers could, could, could piece it up. I don't even know. I don't know little dude, man. I don't know little dude. I don't even know who you're talking about. I know, I know I'm giving away a Lamborghini on Thursday. So what do, what do people got to do to get that Lamborghini? How do they, how, yeah, how do they, how do you pick a winner? What do they have to do to register or to get in? Go to youngdog.com. Purchase anything on the website, and you automatically enter to be a winner. Also, Dolph, man, you do a lot of tricking in your music, man. Is that how you move okay. in real life? On Blue on Blue Diamonds, you said pussy so good you woke up and bought her a watch. I did that. You did that? <laughs> that WAP got her a watch? You know, when you bless, man, you got to bless other people, child, man. You can't be terrible, man. Look, he love his girl. He should buy her whatever she want. Go to Neiman's, buy the watches, let her stay rich, buy the fur coats you can wear in the summer. That's what you're supposed to do. He love his girl. That's how you take care of her. Yeah, I do. I think that's great. You got to stay in your lane, Charlamagne. You bought a Michael Kors bag before, right? (laughs) What happened now? Y'all be listening to Charlamagne, <laughs> let him do all this fooling y'all if y'all want to. Charlamagne buying houses and cars. Uh, I did close on a crib yesterday, t- two days ago. You right. Did. Thursday. Another one. Did. Thursday. Yep. Hey, but dog, man, man you be, be snapping. And I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy for you. And I know that you're writing some uh some some more dope during this pandemic. And I hope people start giving you the credit you deserve for being a dope ass rapper. It don't matter, man. We smash. All right. Young Dolph hungry, man. Dolph hungry. He just asked for a smoothie. He hungry. He thirsty. Yeah, he exactly. <laughs> but he did well, say Dolph, please. I like that. He, he did said, say please. And then he, he, he stayed on her backside on the way out. I seen Dolph. <laughs> I told you.
told you he in love. That's a great thing, especially during this pandemic. Some couples is going through it because it's, you know, locked up in the house together. And some people are thriving and loving it. It seemed like you thriving and flourishing during this time. So that's dope. All right. Well, Dolph, we appreciate you for joining us, brother. Hey, Lamborghini giveaway this Thursday, man. Go to youngdog.com or go to $9lambo.com. Matter of fact, right. go to $9lambo.com. And everybody out there, you could buy there. The cheapest thing on the site is $8.50. You could buy a keychain for $8.50, and you could possibly win a Lamborghini. Don't ask Rich. me how That's I know, but I just, I just bought a keychain. That's what we call an investment. Rich Lane. <laughs> I, hey, I make the rules, no. I break the rules, I, I control the rules, I do all that. Because you your own boss. Picking. How much money you done missed out on just uh, uh, not being on the road, though? Man, I don't even care. <laughs> you can't chase money. You can't You can't mm -hmm. chase money a whole life, Charlamagne. Like, one thing about it, I, I learned a long time ago, because I always felt like, bro, you got to have cash, you got to have cash, you got to have cash, you got to have cash. Like, I've been on that mentality since I was a teenager, and just... Like last year, 2019, I really found out how important credit was. So mm -hmm. with me having this mentality for all these years, I always wanted cash and got cash, got cash, got cash. So I also developed this mentality like, bro, you can't just chase money forever. Like you got to enjoy yourself. Like what you going right. to do? You know what I mean? Okay, if you get $100 million, $200 million, $100 billion, you gonna keep on trying to chase money. Like, bro, I'm not going to chase all the dollars. Like, bro, I'm, I can't, I'm That's not right. going to do that. I'm finna live my life as well as get money. You know what I'm saying? So, f that money out of loss, uh, Charlamagne. It's about experiences. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't, it ain't going it. nowhere. All right. Well, it's Young Dolph. Album is out right, right now. now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. No, 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 no. Well, it's been 18 years since Jam Master Jay, who was born Jason William Mizell, was shot and killed. He was shot once in the head at his studio in Queens by a mysterious masked man back in 2002. The NYPD chief of detectives, Rodney Harrison, said he never gave up on this case. He's from Queens, so listen to this. Me being a native of Queens and being a big fan of Run DMC and Jam Master Jay, making this arrest was very, very important to me. Now, the NYPD has released the names of the two alleged suspects, Carl Jordan Jr. and Ronald Washington. This is a major break in the case. Carl Jordan Jr. will be arraigned for the murder and other charges. And Ronald Washington will be arraigned later this week. So what they are saying the reason is, allegedly, is according to the indictment, Jam Master Jay was involved in transporting kilo quantities of cocaine between 1996 and 2002. And in 2002, he acquired about 10 kilos of cocaine, which was intended to be distributed by Washington, Jordan, and others. But then he had a dispute with Washington and a co-conspirator, and Jam Master Jay then told him he would be cut out of the transaction. That's when, according to this indictment, Washington and Jordan conspired to kill him. On October 30th, they entered his recording studio with firearms and fatally shot uh, Jam Master Jay in the head and shot another man in the leg according to this indictment. So they are charged with murder while engaged in narcotics trafficking and firearm-related murder. I mean, I'm I'm happy that, that if they are the killers, they got those killers. I mean, I grew up watching, listening, and seeing Run DMC, me being from Queens, me going to school on Hollis Avenue. I would see them all the time. And being from Queens, you, you get to see somebody from your own hood become successful. 
and the fact that he's helped so many different artists from 50 Cent to so many, so many of them, so many DJs like myself, like Clue. So the fact that they, you know, that they caught their their murderers, you know, excites me. Um, and definitely rest in peace. I just hate to hear all the, all, the, all the drug talk that they've been bringing up about, oh, this, it was cocaine and he was moving this. And I just, I just don't like to tarnish the guy, to tarnish John, Jam Master Jay's legacy. He was a great dude from the, one of the greatest groups of all time and just a great brother. Well, Carr Jordan Jr. was arrested Sunday. He pleaded not guilty Monday afternoon in a court appearance that was held via teleconference in Washington. Is in federal custody. He'll be arraigned at a later date. Uh, they, he said he was convicted in 2007 of Hobbs Act robbery conspiracy stemming from a string of gunpoint robberies in New York City and Long Island. He was sentenced to 210 months in prison. He's scheduled to be released next year in April. Mm. Well, oh, and here's a statement from the family, by the way. They said, first and foremost, we want to thank everyone who has reached out in support of our family today. We appreciate your kind thoughts and words. Upon hearing this news, we have mixed emotions. We truly hope that these indictments are a solid step towards justice being served in the murder of Jay. We realize there are other families out there who have lingering pain, who continue to wait for their own closure. And we pray that this case gives them hope. In spite of all the tragedies we've seen this year alone, we take comfort in our family, our faith, and one... And in time's ability to heal all, we can only hope that this news brings awareness to the fact that black lives do matter. We ask that everyone please respect our family's privacy as this case moves forward through the judicial system. That's horrible. Imagine thinking away you got thinking thinking that you got away with murder and then eighteen years later you get locked up. So that's just another prime example that you can never escape that karma. You can right. never escape that kind of energy that you put out. Eventually it will catch up. Imagine how thankful the family is now to at least know that the people who committed this crime and killed Jam Master Jay will have some type of, there'll be some type of justice and closure for them, like they said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Now let's discuss the Democratic National Convention. Donald Trump has his Twitter fingers this morning. He apparently does not like some of the things that Michelle Obama had to say. Here's a refresher. Donald Trump is the wrong president for our country. He has had more than enough time to prove that he can do the job, but he is clearly in over his head. He simply cannot be who we need him to be for us. It is what it is. Well, he tweeted out this morning, somebody please explain to Michelle Obama that Donald J. Trump would not be here in the beautiful White House if it weren't for the job done by your husband, Barack Obama. Biden was merely an afterthought. A good reason for that very late and unenthusiastic endorsement. My administration and I built the greatest economy in history of any country, turned it off, saved millions of lives, and now I'm building an even greater economy than it was before. Jobs are flowing. NASDAQ is already at a record high. The rest to follow. Sit back and watch. The Obama-Biden administration was the most corrupt in history, including the fact that they got caught spying on my campaign, the biggest political scandal in the history of our country. It's called treason and more. Thank you for your very kind words, Michelle. Now, he is right that, uh, you know, he is a reaction, you know, to to President Barack Obama. Having a black president scared half of America so bad. (laughs) That they wanted to get America white again, so they picked the uh, most racist, bigoted product that was presented to them in the form of Donald Trump. That is a fact. He was absolutely Are jobs a reaction right now? to a, I have no idea. I, I I really don't. I know. I know the unemployment rate was at forty million. I don't know where it's at right now. I know a lot of people have bounced back, but I don't know how much. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report.
All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, Charlemagne, who are you giving that donkey to? You know, we need a publication called The American Spectator and a former freelance photographer for the NBA named Bill Baptist to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with them because they had some words for uh, vice presidential candidate Kamala Harris. We'll talk about it. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. Now, if you just joined us, we were talking about sleeping your way to the top. Now, <laughs> We are just talking about that. Now, Charlamagne, there's been plenty of rumors about you sleeping your way to the top. Any you want to confirm or deny right now? It hasn't been plenty, but it, uh, it's been one. <laughs> I think I think I think that happens to everyone. Uh, well, no, I have actually been accused of sleeping my way to the top, participating in gay sex to get here, to get where I am. Uh, what? By the way, I'm not at the top. Okay, if you see my 2015 Chevy Tahoe with two holes You're in the bummer. back bumper, you would say Charlemagne slept his way. If Charlemagne slept his way to the top, his bunky and mouth game must be trash. But right. Envy, it's been rumors about you, too. They say you're a bottom, so. I would never be a bottom. I'm not, I don't like pain. But Envy, they've said no, the same fine. thing about you. Come on, mm -hmm. your Wikipedia what? used to say that Clue took you in a basement. Clue didn't okay. take me in no basement. I went in a Clue. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Y'all gonna explain. leave nope. Clue out of this, okay? Because you're not just saying. That. Nobody believed I'm it. Not... But you had two. You had gay rumors, rumors, and then you had... Then, then you had uh, the one where you sitting on Wendy Williams' lap. So you had two, but oh yeah, they said they said I slept with Wendy. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, listen, I think that happens to everybody, especially when you're black, because oftentimes other black people don't understand how you got the way you are, so they give credit to the Illuminati or to you sleeping your way to the top, but never to God, hard work and not giving up. And it's amazing how the law of attraction, power of intention, and prayer don't seem to work for us. It always has to be some nefarious way that we got on. Now, now what yeah, about you? I think it happens. It happens to women the most, though. I would say because when I first started doing radio, I came from marketing, and I was given the opportunity to do radio with no experience having done radio. But it's kind of what they were looking for—somebody who didn't already have experience. They wanted somebody they could kind of like mold into something that didn't have this preconceived notion of mm -hmm. what radio was supposed to be like because I was at satellite radio. And so when I did end up getting hired for the job, I remember a lot of people were saying things about me like, oh, I wonder who she slept with to get that job. As a matter of fact, my boss at Sirius even told me uh, way later on that they said that about me at that job. Like, yeah, I wonder who she slept with to get in, in this job. And so I just feel like, you know, the reason why they hired me was because I had great relationships, having done marketing for Eminem and his manager was like, OK, we'll let you audition. I can't guarantee you the job. And that's how I ended up even getting the audition. It wasn't guaranteed. And then they did end up hiring me, but it wasn't because I slept with anyone. And I remember just having my feelings hurt because it was people that I knew and I thought I was friends with who were saying those things about me that I never uh, confronted them about it, but it's just, I like to know what people say. So I remember other women even saying that about me. Well, that is how people justify their own shortcomings, Yee. That's how people justify their lack of talent or their lack of skill. You know, jealousy and envy is a mother effort. So when you got that position, I'm sure that it was some men that was jealous and envious of you. So oh, no, in order no, to make no. themselves feel better, like they had to say, well, she only got there because she did X, Y, and Z. Not no, no, you just were better. Unless there's proof. Like, you've never explained the picture of you sitting on Wendy Williams' lap. Yes, I have. 
She said, I'm, I'm five six. She said, get over here and sit down. Okay. Wow. What are you talking about? <laughs> that sounds that, that does sound inappropriate. Mean? Well, she's a, she's bigger than me. Is that all it yeah. takes? Is that all it takes? Get yes. over here and sit down. Let's unpack. Let's unpack this. Yo, Was that traumatic for you? Put the picture up. That picture looks crazy. Jesus Christ. Jesus. <laughs> you look like Alicia Keys sitting on Bill Cosby's lap. <laughs> when Bill Cosby <laughs> was doing his knee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Listen. Oh, my uh, goodness. But, but listen, all of this is coming out of a, a conversation <laughs> we were having about this article that the American Spectator wrote. Uh, and the headline is, Why It Should Matter to Women That Kamala Harris Slept Her Way to the Top. And Bill Baptist, who's a photographer, he called Senator Harris the H-word. And I think it's extremely disrespectful that yeah, someone that's like all you can Senator Harris. To. Yeah, but what, what makes it even more disrespectful is when you're when you're somebody like Senator Kamala Harris who has the education, the political experience, the experience as a prosecutor, literally was an AG, a DA, and a senator. They question her and how she got to where she is. But someone like Trump with no political experience and limited education, they don't get accused of sleeping their way to the top. Right. Like what porn star did he put to get where he <laughs> exactly. is? Exactly. Was it he what, maybe he was using the little hands, the hand out hands? all over D.C. We don't know. But I'm just saying, like, you don't ever hear that about somebody with no experience. But somebody with all the experience and all the credentials gets accused of, of you know, mm-hmm. having to do something nefarious to get the way they are, but not 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 Trump. That's crazy to me. All right. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello. Who's this? Yo, this is Jeff, man, out of JV of Florida. Hey, we're asking, have you ever been accused of sleeping your way to the top, brother? Yeah, man, back in the day, I you know, part of the church, the deacon, um, deacon board, and uh, people put my name out there saying I was trying to get people to, uh, some of the women in the church, uh, mm. saying I was trying uh, to get what? close to the pastor. They were saying I was trying said- to get close to the pastor. You know, <laughs> you said you slept uh, with the pastor? You know, trying to get my- yep. Wait, you slept with women yeah, to get close to, to the pastor? The pastor was a woman, so they was trying to say oh, okay. I was trying to... You know, I don't, I wouldn't say the gigolo or the church to try to, you know, get close to so the So what pulpit, was the real story, sir? What was the real story? You wanted to be the Jezebel. Not the Jezebel, the Jezebel. <laughs> you want to be the Jezebel in oh, the church. I was, just, I was just, you know, trying to, you know, get through the church and, you know, put my perspective on what I thought, how the church should be ran as well. That's all. It wasn't nothing I was doing out the way, bro. I was just, you know, I'm gonna be honest, trying to get my... I lost interest with this story when you said the pastor was a woman. If the pastor was a man, I would have been so intrigued. That's just... <laughs> like, there's nothing 800 we're asking, have you been accused of sleeping your way to the top? We heard Charlemagne's story. We want to hear yours when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. I don't have no goddamn story. I know it, man. I Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club Top. I get in my feelings, yeah I start reminiscing, yeah Next time around, I 
Everybody, it's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about sleeping your way to the top. All right. Have you ever been accused of it? 800 585 1051 Angela Yee shared her story. Uh Charlemagne shared his story twice. Envy he had, had his story, week. not she had his story. Why did you say that? Envy had one. That's <laughs> yes. Uh, allegedly. But let's Charlamagne go to the was, phone lines. He's playing horsey hmm? and he got a zerbit on his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> and I was standing straight up while she was sitting down. <laughs> you were not standing. We seen the picture. You was on her knee. Definitely was on her knee. <laughs> she was over the back of your shirt and going left and right. You look like you was Let's on go. timeout. <laughs> Definitely on timeout. I look like a puppet. Can revolt, show that picture one more time. Just revolt. Just show that picture one more time. You look like I love a puppet with a my, hand up your butt. Look at that. When you look like my ventriloquist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go Christ. to the full lot. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Castro. How are you? Good morning. Castro? Have you ever been accused of uh, sleeping your way to the top? I'm not at the top now or, or whatever, but as I'm, I'm trying to get into this music industry, and since how early I started in August and the people that I've come to know since now and people be like, damn, wait a minute. It's like happening too fast or she's getting to know people too fast. So is she these people? I have been tried. This is what sucks about this industry is that I have been tried. You've been trying to sleep your way to the top? No, people have tried her, like have approached her. Oh, she's been tried. Positioned her. Mm -hmm. Yes, like, oh my God. Oh, you want to talk to this person, this, that, and the third? Like, and they start giving you these looks. I'm like, listen, Linda, there's many other ways I can get to that person. If that's what you're looking for, you're talking to the wrong one. I'll go talk to this over here, see if he can get me to talk to You said Linda? It's just a phrase. It's a phrase. Listen, Linda. Oh, I thought she meant, like, there was an actual woman doing this to you. Is a woman doing this to you or a man? No, 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 men, 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 because of their power, because they see, because they feel like they're next to this person, that they think, like, oh, you that's the only way you can get to that person. And a lot of women... In desperate situations, they would be like, yeah, let me go do this real quick to see if this person can connect me to that person. I'm not like that. I'm trying to get up in this industry on me. If you thinking I'm going to give you something, don't worry. There's other ways I can get to this person. You know what I mean? So, yeah. That's right. Stick to it, girl. Hello, who's this? Yo, this Rico. Rico, what's up, man? You accused us of sleeping your way up, sleeping your way to the top, bro? Yeah, hashtag, hashtag, woke up real. Follow me right now. We're going to steal Robert E. Lee County down here in Florida. Ask so what guy they accused now. you of sleeping with, bro? Say what? What man did they accuse you of sleeping with? No, I don't know what y'all talking about. So why are you calling you, up here? What are you talking about? Nah, you don't know what we talking about. Y'all said you slept with somebody to, to get to the top. Yes, have you ever slept with somebody and been a top? No, have yeah, you ever been accused of that? I, or you a bottom? No, I... I I actually did it. I slept with the secretary and got in good with her husband and made a lot of money. Oh, so you slept right. with the secretary and her husband, so y'all was doing, like, threesomes. Oh, you're a little kinky no, guy. Sir. No, sir. No, sir. Charlamagne, you always be trying to twist your 
<laughs> what are you talking about? Listen, so you slept with the secretary. How did that get you in good with the husband? Because she put in a word with her husband, like, this is a good guy. He kept giving me raises and bonuses, and I, I, I made a lot of money. I, I, like, really came up, too. Like, it, it, was, a, it was a good time, but I moved oh, to so the husband life. never found so, out? So, listen, no. Uh, I, I, he might have found out like later on, you know. You, you know, but you know, I don't know. Did he? Did he try hey, you? Hey, no, nobody tried me. Hey, listen. So uh, y'all, y'all hit it on the head, man. We gotta get Trump out. He's stealing these mail ballots and and all that crazy stuff. I wanna, I want y'all to fo- uh, hashtag woke up Rilla. Follow me. Follow all right, me, woke up. Rilla. All right, bro. Thank you, man. Uh, uh, what's the moral of the story? Um, I don't think there is a moral of the story, man. I just wish that uh people would stop giving the devil credit for God for what. God does for what hard work does and for what 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 not giving up on on yourself does. And just remember when people accuse you of these things, it is a form of them being jealous and them not understanding why you got to the position that you are in. So keep on going and make them even matter. That's right. People people will always bring that type of stuff up when it comes to you to try to, you know, make them justify their own shortcomings and justify why they haven't made it and why they haven't gotten to the level that you're at. So Keep working. Keep God first. Stay humble. You'll be fine. All right. Now, yeah, you got rumors on the way? Well, yeah, along those lines, let's talk about Tavis Smiley. He's been ordered to pay $2.6 million, and it has to do with things that happen in his workplace. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk T.I. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So T.I. was on the Fat Joe show, and he was talking about 50 Cent. You know, 50 Cent and T.I., who knows? Maybe they'll potentially do a versus against each other, but here's what T.I. had to say. I love 50. That whole album with Jamie. How many songs was it? About 15? About 15. That's a classic. That's that's it is a classic album. It is. It's a classic album. It is. It is. It is. It is. Even the intro, the two-second intro. Everything. Everything. Classic. Bro, I got five classics. Three if you're being conservative. Okay. Um, now, 50 went on, on Instagram. Well, 50 went on Instagram and reposted the conversation, and he said, the man said he got five classics. It's too early. I'm going back to sleep. Well, it's a matter of perspective. You know, um, I I always say T.I. is one of my top seven favorite rappers ever. He's got two certified classics to me that I think we all can agree on, and that's Trap Music and Paper Trail. But then he has two very debatable ones in Urban Legend and King. And one is based off if you're from the South or not, and that's I'm Serious. But I assume those are the five albums that that Tip is talking about. And it's all about perspective because that that, that didn't sound crazy to me for him to say he got five classic albums because he definitely got two and, and, and two strong possibles in King and Urban Legend. And like I said, I'm Serious is a down South classic, especially if you was, you know, living down South when that album was out with Dope Boys in the Trap and Do It Baby, Stick It Baby, and Panty Popper Number One, Still Ain't Forgave Myself. It's joints on there, so... It's yeah, I'd love to see the battle. It's just never going to happen. I mean, it, that, that battle's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Uh, but T.I. would right. win. And I love Fifth, but T.I. Oh. I'm telling you, y'all sleeping on Clifford Harris. I'm not going to say that. You, All right, you now Kanye. Jackson. 
Kanye has rebooted his Sunday service. I don't know if y'all saw it, but they've been posting videos mm -hmm. from Sunday. And Kim Kardashian said, for anyone wondering, Kanye's team took every precaution to ensure the choir's health and safety, which is always top priority. It was filmed today without an audience. The music will be shared soon for anyone who could use some uplifting. Right. So, you know, okay. listen, kind of, do what you know, want, I, I, as long as you're I'm being safe about it. Like Dave Chappelle has mm -hmm. been doing his summer camp. Everyone gets tested as soon as they get there. Yeah. You can only participate. You have to have the wristband on. Everyone that's been yeah. there, like Donnell, this whole time, he has to walk around uh, with his wristband on. And then they get retested every few days. So, mm -hmm. And Sunday service is outside. So it's, it's better to do that type of, it's better to do outside events anyway. So, yeah. All right, Kanye also wants a Christian-monitored version of TikTok. <laughs> so he said he loves the technology. He said, a vision just came to me, Jesus talk. I was watching TikTok with my daughter, and as a Christian father, I was disturbed by a lot of the content, but I completely love the technology. We pray we can collaborate with TikTok to make a Christian-monitored version that feels safe for young children in the world. In Jesus' name, amen. It's impossible. I'm not mad at what he said. I mean, because, you know, when my kids are on TikTok or when they play Roblox, sometimes some of the stuff that I hear that comes out of me, I'm like, and this is supposed to be children's? So, yeah, I'm not mad at what he said. It's impossible because it's a forum or a platform that anybody can sign on to. So it's not Who's about Who's going to monitor platform. that nonstop? Exactly. <laughs> right. How are you going to keep people from getting on there and just cursing or getting on there and showing their penis or their breasts, whatever it is? It's just like people going there and do what it is that they want to do. Like, you can't keep people off that platform. You can't keep any of these platforms clean. It's impossible. All right. The Ellen DeGeneres Show. Right now, they have overhauled their senior production team. So three senior producers have been ousted right now following allegations that have been raised in recent reports by BuzzFeed and Variety. And they have parted ways, quote-unquote, parted ways with the show. The news was delivered to the staffers at Ellen yesterday afternoon during a staff meeting. They said Ellen DeGeneres spoke via a video conference call, and she was emotional to the point of tears and very apologetic as she was addressing her staffers. That's more than 200 people. They said she told them she was not perfect and realized that in the effort for the show to run as a well-oiled machine, sometimes leaders were not as sensitive to human beings as they should have been. And she also said that reading these disturbing allegations about the atmosphere on the show was heartbreaking. That's about to be the greatest environment to work in because Ellen <laughs> is super, I'm serious, Ellen is super yeah. rich and she about to overcompensate and be so nice to everybody. Y'all bonuses mm -hmm. about to be fire. Y'all holiday bonuses about to be fire. Y'all about to get longer vacations. She'll probably pay for them. That's going to be a great environment to work in. All right, in the meantime, Tavis Smiley has been ordered to pay $2.6 million to PBS, and that is for workplace affairs. They said he breached his moral clause in his contract following a three-week trial. They heard deposition testimony from six women who accused him of misconduct. So the jury awarded PBS $1.5 million. That includes the cost and underwriting revenue for the last two seasons of his talk show. And then they have these additional damages under the morals clause. So he has to pay back PBS and not the, the women? Yeah, and um, one woman was paid $325,000 to resolve a sexual harassment complaint. Another woman said she had a consensual relationship with him. And she said once she turned him down for sex, he reminded her that he was her boss. She said, I felt like my job was in jeopardy and that if I didn't do what he wanted sexually, I would lose my job. And she was later fired. And she said it believed, she believed it was because others in the office learned of their relationship. Another woman said she was a paid guest on the show and she had some intimate connections with Tavis Smiley, but that he refused to have her back on the show because she turned him down for sex. And they also have accused him of crude language at work, his anger and his habit of yelling at subordinates and other issues. Interesting.
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Tiger Woods, his 11-year-old son, won the junior golf tournament. So, listen, it's a lot of pressure being Tiger Woods' son, but it feels like now his son is up to that. Uh, Charlie is his name, and he won everybody in the age, beat everybody in the age 11 category. So, congratulations uh, to him. Tiger Woods was there in attendance as well. Mm-hmm. Now, congratulations also to Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. WAP is number one on Billboard. It's the first female rap collaboration in history to debut at number one on the charts. Listen to Cardi B's reaction. Billboard Hot 100. Number one! No, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. WAP debuts 93 million U.S. streams, the most for a song in opening week in history. Wait, hold on! WAP debuts number one on digital song sale chart with the biggest sales week of 2020. Uh, drop on the clues bombs for Cardi B going number one with WAP, uh, her and Megan Thee Stallion. I love that, and the reason I love that because I keep trying to tell y'all there's nothing better than things that are polarizing. You know why? Because the people that love it, love it. The people that hate it can't stop talking about it. All you people that were hating on this record, who had something negative to say about this record, who did your think pieces with no thought about this record, y'all absolutely caused this record to go number one because y'all were busy saying what y'all were saying about it. The people that loved it were busy defending it, and it creates this perfect storm that everybody's screaming the record, everybody's watching the video, and look, numbers don't lie. She's number one. Because the numbers don't care whether you love or hate. Megan. Congratulations, yep. ladies. And Cardi also sent Megan the Stallion a Hermes bag with a uh, hand-painted right. tiger on it and a picture of Megan the Stallion. It says, be someone on it. And she signed it as well. And she said, thank That's you, right. Meg. Really appreciate you. Love, Cardi B 2020. The, the charts dope. don't care what you like. The charts don't care about your opinion. You click on that record, it counts towards the screen. So if you're clicking on it just to talk negative about it and say how much you don't like it, guess what? You're still helping them win. Drop on the clues bonds for Cardi B and Megan the Stallion. Absolutely. That's why, so best, that's, why it, that's why it's just best to be polarizing, man. Just do you and let people have an opinion about it, good or bad, because it all works in your favor in the end. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, shout to Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, let me shout out to everybody that showed us so much love yesterday. Uh, yesterday, no, uh, we were inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame. Oh, first yes. ballot Radio Hall of Famers. I heard. I heard about it. Yes, that's right. So we got so much love yesterday. So I just want to say thank you to everybody that reposted, left comments, that rolled with us. I just want to say thank you and that we appreciate you guys so much. And shout thank out you to so the much. whole class of 2020. Angie Martinez, Sway yep. Calloway, Donnie Simpson. Yep. It's really great company that we're in in this class mm-hmm. as well. So shout out to everybody. And let's not forget, Angela, Yee Day is virtually coming up on the 28th, so I'm definitely going to be celebrating on that day. And I do have a virtual concert that's happening. I've been working really hard at putting it together. So they're going to be filming in Jamaica and here in New York, and it's obviously no audience or anything like that. But I have some great things happening with VP Records, also for the release of their Reggae Gold 2020 album. So the performances are amazing, and I have some special surprises for you of some songs that you are definitely gonna know and love all right you know what's so interesting about the radio hall of fame thing it's so many people that we could thank and i'm sure we will when we have our acceptance uh speech Mm -hmm. when is october 27th i think um but i do gotta salute cadillac jack gotta salute g-spin gotta Mm -hmm. salute q q gotta salute sasha katie because those were Mm -hmm. all people that were 
with us they initially ones. in the beginning. Salute to my guy, uh, Dennis Clark. M-E-Z. Yep. M-E-Z I also? Guess. I, I guess. Stop it. was there from the beginning, too. <laughs> but I do want to say um, thank you to all the listeners that listen to us on the radio, podcast, you know, YouTube, wherever you, wherever you get your breakfast. Thank you for riding with the club. And congratulations to the radio. You're right. Okay, congratulations to y'all for finally getting it right and inducting Donnie Simpson and Angie Martinez, Sway Word. Calloway. And, you know, uh, my man Humble the Poet said it the best about the Breakfast Club. He said, this is long overdue, but also too early. <laughs> and it does, feel, it does feel like that, but, you know, I've been doing radio for 22 years, 23 years. You've been doing radio? I've been doing radio a long time. How long have you been doing radio, Envy? Over 20. How long have you been doing radio, Yee? 16 years. That's been a long time. You know, it's not like we knew at this. So, you know, um, congratulations to the Radio Hall of Fame for getting it right and, and inviting, inviting, not inviting, putting all of those black and brown people in the Hall of Fame because we absolutely uh, earned it. All right, when we come back, we got the positive notice, the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, shout out to Young Dolph for joining us this morning. Preach. I always want to say that when anyone says Young Dolph. Preach. Yeah, shout out to Young Dolphin. What are you doing later on tonight, Yee? Well, first of all, I want to point out that today, Tuesday, August 18th, is a really important milestone in American history. 100 years ago today, women were granted the right to vote in the United States. So we are teaming up with P&G for a new podcast in honor and celebration of this anniversary. It's called Seneca, 100 Women to Hear. So this show will also honor women who are pioneers uh, like Madeleine Albright and cultural icons like Meghan Markle. These are women who broke barriers, who changed history, and they also built bridges across political and social divides. So this podcast is not just about profiling these really important women's voices, and celebrating women's voting rights is also about having conversations and sparking ideas that matter, that bring us closer together, inspire a little forward progress for all of us. So make sure you check it out. Seneca, 100 Women to Hear. It's going to come out today on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you listen to your podcast. So this first episode will be highlighting the voice and the work of abolitionist Sojourner Truth. So check that out. It's an important day today. And uh, today... I'll also be working with HBO Docs Club documentaries. You know, I was talking about that Yusuf Hawkins documentary, Storm Over Brooklyn, and that's something that was a big deal to me when Yusuf Hawkins uh, was killed, and that was back in 1989. And, you know, he went to a, a white neighborhood. He went to Bensonhurst to go buy a car, and then a mob of white kids surrounded him, and he got shot and killed. So that documentary mm -hmm. is on HBO right now, and I'll be talking with Unique Jones Gibson tonight at 9.30 p.m. if you want to hear that conversation. All right. Well, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? I do. I actually just posted this on my Instagram because I want everybody to get this, this energy this morning. But uh, just know that at some point in your life, you get tired of unhealthy connections whether it be people or things. As you grow, certain things become intolerable to your liking, and that's okay. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? 